All right, welcome to another episode of Kiwi Skein Stories, where neighbors meet neighbors. We're doing a special series where, where we are interviewing the candidates for mayor for 2022. Today we have Joe Rasco. He was a village council member. He was one of the founding members of this beautiful village we have here today. We he was also mayor from 1998 to 2002. He worked for Miami-Dade County as Director of Intergovernmental Affairs for 17 years, and he has been a, I'm sure, happy and proud key Biscayner for 44 yeah. years. Joe Rasco, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Alejandro. Thank you for joining Thanks for us. for having me on here. Oh, my pleasure. So tell us, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? Okay, best piece of advice. Um, my father always told me, Alejandro, uh, to be true to myself, uh, to never compromise my principles, and to do the right thing, even if it hurts a lot. How did you end up living in the Key? Okay, um, I ended up living in Key Biscayne because of love. Um, my wife is a true Key rat. She's been living on the Keys since she was five years old. Uh, we met through mutual friends. And I had to spend a lot of time on the key trying to convince her to date me. Um, thankfully, she accepted. And the, as they say, the rest is history. We married in uh, 1978. Uh, we bought a condo here. And we haven't left since. I mean, my next question is going to be, what are the most important things in your life today? But I can, I can take a guess, but please. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, did you ask a question? Yeah, that was, that was my question. I'll ask again. Okay. So what are the most important things for you in your life today? I think that's an easy answer for me. It's, uh, it's about faith, family, and friends. Alejandro. So founding member. That must be that must have been a pretty cool experience. Can you tell us a little bit about how that felt? How was that? So in the late 80s, we started to look at this governance model. And a lot of us got involved in the pre-incorporation times. This is like I said, late 80s. And um we were fortunate enough to be able to move things forward. And in 1991, we had the first vote that uh, pushed us forward towards incorporation. It was a momentous time. Right? We, we had a great time doing it. Um, it, it. It's like no other. You're in a creative environment. It, it's, there's nothing like, like that experience that we had. Do you remember some of the reasons why? you guys chose to incorporate at the time? Yeah, I, I think the level of service that we were getting was inadequate. The zoning issues that we didn't have control over. Um, the fact that we had no facilities to speak of. So I think that those things definitely motivated us to push forward and uh, to see if we could do better by doing it ourselves. Can you, I'm sure the rules or the steps for incorporation have changed over time. Yes, but can you give have. us a rough, 
understanding of how that looks like? So um, nowadays they, they do a, the county does a comprehensive study to see, you know, what kind of budget you would have and those kind of things. Back then that didn't really exist. Um, so uh, there was a group that was able to hire someone to do that study. And that study looked favorable to us. And, and that's how we started uh, pushing forward. So uh, as to your question about process, there's, there's a vote to see if you want to go forward with incorporation. Then you have to write a charter. So you have to put some people to uh, have a charter writing exercise. That charter then gets brought to the voters and the voters approve or don't approve that charter. And then that gives you kind of like the ground rules of how do you proceed, how you move forward. And that leads you to an election. And I was fortunate enough, as you mentioned, to be on that first council and got elected by the people to serve in that opening council uh, that really began in 1992. So it would be appropriate for me to call you founding father of the village then. <laughs> that, that, that one should go on shirts. <laughs> so tell me, what inspired you to run for mayor? What inspired me to run for mayor? Um, you know, I've watched this island grow and flourish over the past 40 years. and. I got to tell you, I'm honored to say that I contributed greatly to that. We have established a high quality of life here. And as your mayor, I will preserve and build further upon that. We've done great things for Key Biscayne, but now we're at a crossroads here. We're dealing with new sets of issues. But I understand the island. I understand our culture. I understand what the residents expect and deserve from us and our local government. I have the experience and I have the passion to tackle these issues and what I think is set us up for success. I care deeply about this community, Alejandro, and I have the time and I have the desire to do this mission fully. What are some of the issues that are most important for the key right now? Um, there are many issues, but I, I've narrowed it to five. Uh, number one, the Rickenbacker and Bear Cub Bridge. Uh, number two, street flooding, improving stormwater system and addressing sea level rise. Um, number three, island traffic circulation, particularly Crandon Boulevard. Uh, number four, ensuring that our two public schools, the K-8 Center and the Mass Academy, are among the highest performing schools in South Florida. And last but certainly not least, uh, crime prevention. Okay, so we have the Rickenbacker Causeway on the bridge, we have the street flooding, then we have the traffic that we have here in the key, public right. school improvements, K-8 and Mass, and then crime prevention. Right. Awesome. What are some of the ideas you have to try to tackle these issues? Okay. So let's uh, let's start with the Rickenback and the Bearcat. 
we need to work together with the county, especially with the county. We also need to work with the city. And we want to develop a comprehensive master plan for the whole causeway, from the toll plaza to the village city limits. We need to do that. That's critical. The important thing is having a seat at the table. That seat at the table allows our residents interest and our, the solutions to be tailored for us also. I would use my experience working at the county, working at the state and federal levels, and my strong relationships with the officials there to come up with a win-win solution. So on the flooding, uh, we need to work with engineers, Alejandro. We need to listen to the experts in this field to determine how we mitigate flooding. We need to protect our shoreline. We have to upgrade our stormwater systems and we have to improve the streets. As we're doing that, we're gonna have and identify both short-term and long-term solution. This is not gonna be easy. So we're gonna have to probably do this in phases. On the third point that you asked me, uh, island traffic circulation, we need to analyze the traffic signals and crosswalks. We wanna be able to collaborate with condos and particularly important is uh, Key Colony to improve that uh, intersection, that light signal at Key Colony and Harbor Drive. We want to get input from our law enforcement folks that are out there every day on our streets. And also very important to get input from our businesses. One of the things that's worked well is our freebie, and I I would like to see us expand that service, and I would want to encourage people to use it all the time. Okay, on my fourth key issue, uh, what I was uh, mentioning to you was that we need to strengthen our educational institutions. We need to continue the work that we started with the new superintendent, Dr. Jose Dotres, and his team of district administrators to ensure our schools, as I said before, are the highest performing. Uh, so far, we've seen some change, so we're very happy with that. Um, in addition to that, we need to develop a more comprehensive security plan for all our schools to ensure that we have a safe learning environment. This, in light of all the horrific things that have been happening and continue happening in our schools across the country. So this is very important that we under, undertake this uh, comprehensive security plan. And this ties into my fifth and final area, Alejandro, which is crime prevention. And I would tell you about this is that we want to focus on ways to prevent crimes as well as how to respond to them. Um, we need to expand our community policing program where there is increased police presence on our streets. We need to see our police officers on foot, on bikes, and having greater interaction with our residents. Um, in addition, 
We want to focus on nuisance activities, which usually can lead to other crimes. And we want to enhance our ability to prevent and respond to cyber crimes, which are nowadays more and more prevalent. Um, on all these issues, what I would do is I would hold workshops. I would provide different opportunities to get the public's input and also for the public to listen to each other and to uh, listen to the experts' advice and possible solutions. And as we're doing that and creating these projects, uh, I will also want to be uh, fiscally conservative and protect our taxpayers' money so we get the best bang for our buck. So th those are the, the, the five things that uh, I would tackle. So upon taking office, you know, what would you, what, what are the three things you would focus on? The three things that I would focus on, and, um, you know, a lot of people can tell you a lot of things, they're going to do this, going to do that. But one really important thing that I would tell you is that I would focus on communications, communications, and communications. I think that the most important thing is to communicate with our residents, maintain open lines of communication with them, listen to them, keep them up to date via emails, village notifications, use whatever media is necessary. The second thing is to communicate with our village management and staff to make sure that we're moving projects forward and that they're following the policies that the council sets and the mayor sets. And third, we want to communicate with our partners. And those partners are other governmental entities at the county, state, and federal level. And it includes also municipalities. And the communication is about maintaining a positive working relationship. Uh, we want to ask and we want to secure funding from our state and federal resources. And we want to collaborate. Collaboration is super important for us to be able to do things. We can't do it alone. We need collaboration. That's what I would answer to you is communication, communication, communication. Great. I know you mentioned that you have the time, but I want to ask you again. How much time do you think you'll be able to dedicate to the position of the mayor? Uh, I would dedicate 100% of my time to being uh, the best mayor I can be and to serve the residents of Key Biscayne. Great. So I know we talked about some of the things, some of the issues are important to the key and some of the changes in mind. But can you share with us some of the things that the village is doing great today? That's a great question. We, we do a lot of things well, and, and we probably don't publicize uh, enough what those are. Um, but I would say right off the bat, I think we do a phenomenal job with fire rescue. It's among the best in the county. And our response time is second to none. The team that we have there does a great job, and people really appreciate that. Um, what are the things we do well? I think that we're, we, we are and we have been good stewards of our tax money. Only 18% of the total tax bill goes to Keep Us King. And with that small percentage, we do a lot. We, we get good value for our money. 
additionally, I think we run stellar recreation programs. We're top notch in working with seniors. The Ask Club does a terrific job. Uh, our youth programs, which includes both sports and arts, are excellent. Uh, our community center provides incredible programming all the time. It's a fantastic asset. And I think you know, but, but I had a, a great hand in working on that community center uh, in its design and its uh, construction. And uh, it was almost completed when I was mayor last. And we had to work really hard for it. So you've elected and you finish your term or terms, you know, what would you like to be remembered as? Uh, first, I would want to be remembered for being an honest, uh, fair, a uh, committed public servant who always put the interests of the people of Key Biscayne first. I believe that from my previous service on council as a council member and as mayor, my legacy is the creation of the Keeps Game Police Department, uh, the fire department, the actual buildings they are housed in, as well as the administration offices, the public chambers, and our great community center, which we've already talked about. That's, that, those are some of the things I'd like to be remembered for, Alejandro. Awesome. So... There's other candidates in, in the run. What would you say makes you stand out? I know you mentioned them throughout the podcast. Sorry, but I yeah, know you mentioned yeah. him throughout the podcast, but if you can <laughs> consolidate those for us. Right. I think the number one thing is I have a passion for Kiva's game. Okay. Um, been part of it, as you said, right from the beginning. It, it is so much part of my life. Uh, I've been an integral part of this community for those 44 years that we've talked about, uh, longer than any other candidate. And I'm responsible for a lot of positive changes that have occurred here on the island. I have a proven track record of service to this community. I have a proven ability to lead effectively, to build consensus, to foster mutual respect. And most importantly, to look for the common good. Uh, as a result of the accumulated work experiences that I've had, and especially in the last 20 years, I believe, Alejandro, that I'm a better candidate today and that I will be an even better mayor than I was the first time having these experiences. Uh, I've maintained work, uh, strong working relationships and I have a highly regarded reputation uh, with municipal, county, state, federal officials. And I think that that's one of the things that helps me stand out and will serve as well. All right, now to a lighter set of questions as we conclude our podcast. We like to end with a couple of Kiwi Skin related questions here at Kiwi Skin okay. Stories. So what do you love most about the key? Good question. Um, I really, really love the sense of community that we have and that we share. Um, I love being surrounded by water. I love that feeling 
of detaching from the rest of the world as you're coming across the Rickenbacker Causeway, that's special. Um, I love being able to walk to the Village Green. Um, I love to ride my bike in the neighborhood. And I love to drive around in my golf cart. And one other thing, uh, which is very unique, is uh, I love our 4th of July parade. Coming up. Coming up. We'll be there. So, and lastly, what would you say is a perfect weekend for you in the key? I would say to you this. um, A perfect weekend would hopefully include a round of golf. Okay, Saturday morning. Um, Then uh, go to the beach, spend hours at the beach, talking with people, walking on the beach. Um, Perfect weekend also includes dinner at uh, one of our great local restaurants. We love to to go out to dinner here on the Key. Sundays are uh, church days, so that, that would be part of our weekend. And then... What we do very often is we have family and friends over for an afternoon of barbecue, and uh, we'll probably jump in the pool with the kids. So those are some of my go-to things for a great weekend on Keep Scan, and I've been doing it for many years, and we love it. Wonderful. One thing we didn't talk about was your grandchildren. You have grandchildren locally you get to enjoy as well. Yes, indeed. Uh, I am blessed. Uh, I have six grandchildren, two of which live on Kibis King. And uh, one of the reasons why I'm doing this. Wonderful. Joe, thank you so much for jumping on the show and sharing your story with your neighbors. Thank you for having me. Uh, as always, good being with you, Alejandro.